All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For the second time in a month, a Norfolk Southern train has derailed in Ohio. The latest derailment happened over the weekend near the city of Springfield and raised new questions about the company's safety record. Yesterday, the rail company announced a new six-point plan to improve safety. The plan comes ahead of a Senate hearing Thursday about the East Palestine crash, where CEO Alan Shaw is set to appear. Joining us now is CBS News correspondent Allison Keyes, who's been covering the story. Allison, it's great to have have you on KMOX. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning to you. So what is included in this new six-point plan that we know of so far? Well, actually, before we get there, there's actually breaking news because a Norfolk Southern train was involved in a deadly traffic accident this morning in Cleveland's Industrial Valley. The train collided with a dump truck. A conductor was killed. No word on what happened with the driver of the dump truck. There's an investigation going on. No derailment or anything like that that we know of so far, but police and the rail company are investigating. So that company is still having, shall we say, some challenges. All right. So now to the six-point plan with that tragic news. Well, among other things, they are looking to speed up test and deployment of what's called new multi-scan detectors that would be able to take a look at a greater cross-section of a rail car's bearings and wheels. They also want to increase what they call acoustic bearing detectors, which basically analyze the acoustic signature of the vibration inside the axle to identify potential problems. They want to develop more advanced safety inspection technology. They want to encourage rail employees and others to basically say something if if they see something, right? But there are experts that say none of this is going to be a huge help because there there are more than a thousand derailments each year. And experts are saying that these are all great things, but it's not going to solve the overall safety problem. And of course, in Saturday's crash, 28 cars of this 212-car train derailed. One guy was going to work and three rail cars came flying into the yard next door. There was no hazardous materials on the car on the cars that derailed on Saturday, but there were cars on that train that had liquid propane and ethanol, and people in East Palestine are still complaining of health issues and saying the company is ignoring them and telling them that everything's fine and they don't believe that it is. And I would imagine this is going to be a fiery hearing uh, Thursday in front of the Senate. What are you what are you hearing? I think that would be the understatement of the year. There are two Ohio senators that have put up legislation that would require railroads to create disaster plans and to tell emergency response people what chemicals are traveling through their states. And they also want regulators to set limits on train size and weight. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is also thinking of reviving a rule requiring upgraded electronically controlled brakes on some trains that are designated, quote-unquote, high-hazardous flammable trains. 
and he wants to expand which trains are covered by that designation. But basically, because this has been such a mess for the 5,000 people in that town, yeah, it's going to be an ugly hearing because even though there are so many derailments a year, I think, first of all, most people don't know that. And then you're talking about people that have been talking to the media and to environmentalists for days. I mean, half of that town had to evacuate for days. And they say their pets are dying. They say their children are sick. They say they're seeing, you know, things on the water. They're they're just very frightened. So I think they have a lot on their plate for this hearing on Thursday. I'm wondering, Allison, um, if anything in the six-point plan you just mentioned uh, covers any of the safety measures that were rolled back under the previous administration. There are parts of it that do, but the the point is coming up with this plan, it's taken them almost a month to do it, right? And a lot of the rail companies, including Norfolk Southern, have asked the government, they want to delay any changes until the National Transportation Safety Board finishes its probe, but that's going to be over a year from now. So there's still what some are calling foot dragging on fixing this problem. And I and I am still struck by the notion that local local governments don't know what is in the train cars that come through their communities. I, I, I talked to the St. Louis fire chief here and he said, no, we we have no way of knowing until something actually happens. We don't know what's in those train cars, which is so right. might be surprising to the average uh, the average listener that your fire department doesn't know what's in train cars coming through especially those that are living feet from the tracks. And that's one of the things a lot of the residents of East Palestine have been saying. They had no idea stuff like that was on the train. And then when they went, oh, we're going to burn off this toxic gas and it's all going to be fine, they were like, wait, what? So, yeah, that's concerning would be a good word for that. Right, right, right. And talking about that that initial derailment, the Transportation Secretary, of course, came under fire because he didn't visit the, the scene, although he lives very close to it. Um, is he, I'm, I'm sure he remains under fire by some, but is he taking heat now and why? He is still taking heat because people in East Palestine were outraged and hurt that the Biden administration did not respond quicker than they did. The mayor said that he thought it was a slap in the face when President Biden went to Ukraine before coming to East Palestine, although the administration's issue was, well, we don't want to come and you know, muck up what's going on there. And Buttigieg admitted later that, yes, he certainly should have said something and he certainly should have been there earlier. But there's always that issue when presidents go to a disaster area. Are they disturbing the first responders? Are they disturbing the residents that are dealing with with what's going on? So I think it's always a kind of a, a tough line for them to walk. I mean, you want you want to have the president and you want to have top federal officials there and, you know, saying that they're sorry and they're going to fix it. But it also is disruptive to whatever efforts going on. I mean, you've seen it happen after hurricanes and that kind of thing. So I don't know if there's a correct answer to that, except to say what they said. They should have been there sooner. And just a reminder for our listeners, that train that derailed in East Palestine originated here in Madison, Illinois, in the metro east of our listening area. Uh, So we have a concern with it clearly um, as a nation, but certainly locally. And recapping that top story that one person was killed, Allison, when when a train smashed into a parked dump truck, what do we know? Yeah, this was right outside of Cleveland, and it happened early this morning. The train collided with a dump truck 
on a rail line. Don't know the details yet because the investigation is still going on, but the company does say that a conductor on the train was struck by the dump truck and killed. No ID yet, no word on, on the condition of the dump truck driver, and no details, frankly, on how this happened. Well, we will have more on that hearing Thursday uh, as it unfolds. That is CBS News correspondent Allison Keyes. Allison, great to have you on KMOX. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a good one. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 